Shlom Aleichem, Mishnah Yomi is in chapter 4 of Kitvot, Mishnah number 10, number Yud, continuing in the Tnai Ketuva, items that are automatically part of a Jewish marriage, even if they're not written into the Ketuva to protect the rights of the wife. So Mishnah 10, low cut of law, if he didn't write in the Ketuva, Benin Dichrin, male sons, Dehevyun Lechi Minai, that you will have with me, Inun, Yirtun, they will inherit Kisof Ketuvatich, the money of your Ketuva, Yoter al Cholkehon, more than their share, Deim Ahehon, with their brothers. Chayev, this is an obligation, a financial obligation, we'll explain, Shehu Tanai Betin. This is a condition stipulated by the court, effective in every marriage, even if it's not written in the Ketuva. So what's going on here? is the same condition we mentioned in Mishnah Vav. Mishnah Vav is that Habonim Yershu, the sons inherit the Ketuva. What this means is if a man has more than one wife or more than one marriage subsequently, and he has sons from different marriages, this condition allows whatever money or property was granted to the mother as her Ketuva to be inherited by her sons and her sons only, not the sons of a different mother from the same father. The Gemara explains the idea behind this is that the father of the wife, the family of the wife, is going to be much more generous in giving a dowry and giving donations to help this young couple start off. You know, if, if they give the woman a large dowry, the husband can use the produce uh, and, and it's written into the ketuvah. So if that property would then be divided up amongst her children and other children, children from this man, but from another mother, that would be very upsetting, you understand, to the family of that woman. They would want their own grandchildren, their own relatives, to inherit this dowry that they're giving to the young couple, not the children from another woman. Mishnah Yid Aleph has a similar condition, Benon Nukban, the female children, the daughters, to Hevion Lichi Minoi, that you will have with me, Yehevion Yotvin Beveti, they can remain in my household, umit toznon and be fed minichsi from my property, ad de yit nasvon, until they get married Lugovrin to husbands. I've tried to translate very literally because this is Aramaic and most of the Mishnayot are Hebrew, but it was written in Aramaic in our in the Ketuva as we have to this day. Now, I've heard some people joke under the chuppah, I've heard, I've heard Rebbeim joke under the chuppah that the ketuvah is in Aramaic, so the husband doesn't know what he's signing. And it, it's a cute joke, but really the husband should know what he's, what he's on the hook for and should know what his obligations are under the ketuvah because the husband is the one who's really responsible financially and emotionally and in many areas to really get this family going. Anyway, if the ketuvah did not have a written stipulation that the daughters may stay in the household and be supported from the properties until they get married, in which, and at that time the husband will support them, Chayev, the estate still has to support them, Shehut Tanai Beitin. This is a condition of the court that's effective in every Jewish marriage, even if it's not written in the Ketuvah. Yashar Kohachem, Zagizunz.